Interesting. So what is waiting around the corner of Sonic Branding then? And, and I'm interested to know your thoughts then around like voice technology, audio UX, even like 3D audio sound that I was, you know, heard about it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Um, so spatialized sound is a really interesting area for us. I can tell you that we are um, continuing to research and be interested in um, the effects of spatialized audio in audio advertising mediums. So how do you, um, you know, I think for, for a long time, you, you had your question about clients not investing in sound and music. There's a similar perception about radio advertising, um, terrestrial radio advertising, but now with so many media dollars going into streaming radio and terrestrial radio and podcasting, how do we create ads for that medium? not take a television advertise it and and have you know somebody quickly rewrite it right, so that it works it in radio mm -hmm. right how do you make that more impactful um uh from a technology perspective um you know uh, again aida at decolonized design we talk a lot about the the curb effect and designing for um, people who are generally not centered in experience so designing for marginalized people um, looking for folks with um, who are um, other abled and how do we design through haptic and sound and how do we design sound in a way that tests very intuitively in terms of what the technology is trying to say, say to them in case there are any sort of um, uh, visual impairment. How do we design sound that uh, is really intuitive for everyone to use and the idea that the curb effect that you um, you know, you made those cuts in the curb for, for people who use wheelchairs, but it makes it easier for people with baby strollers, people who have walking impairments, for people with toddlers. Like if you design for those people, it will move us all forward in ways that we can't see yet. And I would say the last thing is we, we talk about voice technologies. We've always talked about voice versus sound. People tend to want to use voice technologies and have it be like voice, voice, voice. So far, humans don't love that. We would much rather have a short sound that tells us, yes, I just did that thing, then have a voice telling us that I just did that thing. I think me personally, for purpose-driven companies, understanding how implicit bias currently affects voice and continues to affect voice and, and voice culture. And I'm not interested in under, I'm not interested in um, supporting biases or, or companies acting on those biases. It's more like for purpose-driven companies, what can we figure out? about the role of implicit bias in voice. And that has to do with um, accent, um, you know, gender, um, and all of those questions that go into implicit bias. So that's where, that's where our heads are in terms of research for the year.